0: Rick, can you hear me?
1: Cause I really want to use some sound effects right now.
0: Can you hear me now?
1: I can hear you now. Good. What was You're the on. Yeah, that's uh. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I know.
0: I know you've been waiting all week to use that.
1: Uh, yeah, well, welcome to another episode of One Nine Zero Nine Six. I am John he is Rick. Say hi, Rick. Hi, Rick. We are coming to you live by Coastal myself from the city of Napa, California. Rick, where are you today?
0: I am in suburban Philadelphia.
1: Oh. I know that area. Yes. What uh what's uh, what's cooking out on the East Coast?
0: Uh not much is cooking, but I am ready for this episode.
1: Oh, excellent. I'm, I am ready for this episode, too. Uh, do, do you have a preference of where you want to start? I figure we'd start talking the Jets game first.
0: Does that work for you? That works for me.
1: All right, well, let's get into it. Um, for those that don't know, the, the Eagles started out pretty well. I don't, you know, I don't know if you could ask for a better start.
0: No, correct. Uh, they came right out you know uh looked a little uh shaky um but they scored a touchdown uh Jalen Hurst got lit up on yep. a uh, uh late hit yep. so, yeah by yeah no, that was uh if you didn't watch the game uh Sirianni was on the other sideline going that is, and I will edit this out in case our mother listens to it. That yeah. is effing BS. Yes.
1: The old he FBS. was not as
0: edited as myself.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he was. Uh, it's amazing how much uh, when that clip made its rounds on uh, the internets, how much people are like, all right, this is our coach. Like, I've never seen a more unified voice when it comes to a coach. On the internet, in regards to the Philadelphia Eagles, in response to him yelling that at Sala across the field, <laughs> not after sure. like That's- winning a game or scoring a t- you know a team scoring a touchdown <laughs> or like signing you know doing good coaching stuff. No, the Eagles fans get behind him when he just. Verbally attacks a coach from across the field. That's what gets us going.
0: Well, let's just be glad that he was, uh, that the play was on the other side of the field because he might have Woody Hayes, the guy, if you know what I mean. Yeah. You know, picked him up and gave him an uppercut. Yeah, it was,
1: uh, yeah, it was funny to see. I think the players enjoyed it just as much as the fans.
0: Yes, yes. No, that is uh, Philadelphia that that really endeared him to Philadelphia. It's funny because, you know, when he wears a shirt with Jalen Hurts' face on it, that really doesn't endear him to the Philadelphia fans. It's dropping the F-bomb and the S-bomb within three sentences. uh, Yeah. Or within three words. uh, That really gets him gone. Yeah. Yeah. um, yeah. scored a touchdown, right? Um, I did think it was ironic that, uh, you know, Jalen Hurts... Took that hit, got right up, ran back into the game. And then, you know, a little while later, uh, the Jets quarterback was running. None of the Eagles even touched him. Yep. Hurt his knee, out of the game. Out of the game. Out for four weeks. Surgery on his knee.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, and you know what I appreciate more than anything is, like you said, Hertz just got up, went back to the huddle, and it was Mylotta who did kind of the, you know, Took on the yeah, the bodyguard uh, role, right? Just like uh, big old what's his name? We were retired a couple of years ago.
0: Michael Orr? No. Oh. Uh,
1: the left tackle that uh, that Maelotta replaced.
0: Jason Peters.
1: Yeah, he was called the bodyguard, right? Oh, uh,
0: was he? Yeah, I think so. Uh, oh, okay. And
1: I, I was good to see, like that's the right person. You know, you want kind of getting in the grill of the guy who blew up your quarterback. You don't want your you want your quarterback to be cool, right? Level headed. On to the next play, you know, whatever, dude. You know, take a hike. I'll see you in the end zone. You don't, you know, you don't want your your quarterback just losing his losing his mind on the field,
0: right? Yeah, yeah. You leave that up to the guy who's six eight three sixty. Yeah, take exa-
1: Yeah, <laughs> yep. He's the right guy who should be picking fights because no one, absolutely no one, is going to pick a fight with Jordan. No,
0: no one in their right
1: mind. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So says says the uh, the guy you know who was, a, who was the was a guy that like remember a couple of years ago who sucker punched Dallas Goddard at
0: a bar. <laughs> right. That was just weird. Right? Maybe, but maybe you do that to Boston Scott, who's five six, but not. not, not yeah, big guy. Um,
1: yeah, what are you thinking?
0: Right. right. As Again. as
1: someone who's been a victim of a sucker punch, uh, you know. It's, you gotta, you know, you gotta be careful what you're inviting because you very easily, you know, it could be a moment of like, oh, this feels awesome, but it could be five to eight seconds later you're just getting thrashed,
0: right? So, right. yeah, no, it was, yeah, to um, we got off to a fourteen nothing, you know, lead, and uh, after the first series, that was it for Hertz. Um, to be honest, I I hate saying that phrase, so I'll just say.
1: I know, I said it like three times last
0: week, too. (laughs) Um, I only watched the first half because, I mean, it got to the end of the first half and I couldn't, I didn't recognize half the guys on the field. No,
1: yeah, it's, it's, uh, that is a tough, tough watch after a while.
0: Um, And I just find it hard to watch the Jets, so.
1: Yeah, I don't don't find anything too terribly compelling about them as a team. I, I haven't in quite a while.
0: Um yeah but, it's they're not a very good measuring stick right like no <laughs> they're, a team, but, they're they're a good team to play in your first preseason game right like you're just yeah. getting things sorted out and organized and everything but yeah
1: the um the one thing i do appreciate though is the ability for Ross Tucker so the color guy for the uh for the Eagles preseason game to maintain his enthusiasm through all four quarters of that game. Yes. That is that is no simple task, to, to be that excited about a game that, you know, as time goes on, becomes more and more meaningless. Now, I know it's not for the guys out on the field who are fighting a job, you know, fighting for a job, and, you know, you hear that time and again during all the preseason games. But in the end, it's just it's not a uh, – yeah, it's just not a fun watch. Let's right.
0: Be honest here. Right. That's a that's a that's a tough gig to uh, be a color commentator on a preseason NFL game. Um, you
1: know. Is there anything that kind of you know on the field wise kind of stood out to you that you you uh, you really caught your eye or anything that kind of stuck out? Because I have one thing. I'm curious if uh, you know you had anything in particular that stuck out for you?
0: Yeah. the The one thing that um, I noticed was on that first drive um and it was the uh, dallas uh goddard touchdown pass you know that <laughs> the way that that was set up was um uh, you know the uh, How do I put this? Uh, On the left hand side, the guy was lined up um, and AJ Brown. And AJ Brown basically cleared it out. Um, And then Hertz had um, Goddard he could have thrown to, and then he also had um, Miles Sanders on the wheel route. Yeah. Um, that was good to see. It was good design, good execution. And it's also what I thought, you know, it's that's going to be, I think, an ongoing theme that, you know, um, A.J. Brown's going to demand, you know, coverage, right? Yeah. So, um, it, it was good to see that.
1: Yeah, so, I, I like the, the fact that one of the biggest off-season signings, to me, basically just became a decoy. Right? I mean, that's... Right the 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 defense basically just keyed into him and, and and that's why he got an open goddard which then makes you think like okay is goddard the one this year who's poised for a huge you know a huge season because the field's just you know everyone's you know all the defenders are going to gravitate you know deeper you know you know in deep zones to cover you know between you know Devonte and
0: and aj brown i mean
1: a lot of those tight end underneath things may uh may be the uh where you get a, we get a lot of chunk yards this year.
0: Right. Right. No, I think you're right. I think AJ Brown's going to, you know, command respect and yep. that's just going to open things up for um you know, he's going to get his catches too, but um you know, it's going to open up other opportunities for other people. So, it's yep. good. It's good to see. So, what was um, the thing that you saw, John?
1: So the thing that I kind of appreciated that stuck out because I watched the the, the, the first possession uh, a few times was not only did uh, Mr. Hertz spread it around to a couple of receivers, but he also used the entire field, which I appreciate. I think last year he was basically lambasted for only you know, basically passing to his right a lot, right? rolling right, passing right, you know, eyes. Going, always going right, he used the whole field, um, which I think is, you know, good to see. He used the the right side of the field, the middle left, middle right, and the far left. So that to me tells, you know, tells me that they're, you know, they're working with the kid. They're made, they're developing this. They're trying to get the most out of him. And you know, he's doing second and third reads, as they say. And you know, so he's he's a. Uh, I think he's learned the playbook. I I think is what it comes down to.
0: Yes, they do say he's a hard worker. They always do yeah. that. So,
1: Unlike Kyler Murray, who evidently <laughs> likes to play Call of Duty as opposed to study his book, his uh, playbook.
0: Right, right, exactly.
1: And, and got very defensive about it. Uh, the other thing I noticed, uh, breaking news, clearly Nicobe Dean not injured. So um, for all those teams that passed on him uh, in two rounds two and a half rounds uh thank you very much
0: yes thank you very much uh yeah no also on defense um our first round draft pick uh mr davis jordan davis jordan davis correct Drew a blank on that for a second um yeah no he looked good um he's definitely a force to be reckoned with so yeah um, you know, you always want those first round picks to start playing right away. Uh, but, you, you know, we haven't had very much success no. with, uh Jalen Rager and Andre Dillard and these such. So it was good to see you know, he's definitely going to contribute from day one.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of chatter in the uh, uh, NFL media circles that, you know, it could be a possibility for a... Um uh rookie uh, rookie of the year candidate.
0: right? So, I hope right. so. I sure hope so. Right. I also post game I heard a lot of uh positive things about Josh Joby or Job. Yep. He's uh a rookie out of Alabama. He's a quarterback out of Alabama. It goes back to what I was saying. Yes,
1: yeah, so I was gonna say this is the uh the, the Rick Coral rule of drafting. <laughs>
0: Just Draft anybody from Alabama, we'll, we'll be good.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll be, yeah, just draft their starting lineup, and chances are.
0: Right. Yeah. right, and, and All the undrafted free agents, just get them from Alabama. Yep. So um, he's getting um, some good recognition. Um, and that's what we need. We need um, to have, you know, it seems like we always go through, and I think every team does, goes through a ton of defensive backs. You know, it's like you can never have – Enough defensive backs in this yep. uh, game slash league, so um, it's good to see that we didn't spend a draft pick on him, and he's probably going to contribute.
1: Yep. Uh, speaking of good draft picks, Cam Jurgens. Um, you know, I'm not exactly a, uh, a offensive line guru or aficionado, or you know, like a Br- Brian Baldinger who breaks down the the, the tape, as they say on uh, on the uh, on the Twitters, but Ross Tucker seems to like him. He uh, lost his mind a few times over how good <laughs> Camp Jergens look looks uh, and that he reminds him of one Jason Kelsey. So Ross, if you're listening out there, I hope you're right. God, I hope you're right.
0: <laughs> yeah, I did hear that, um, you know, uh, that Kelsey helped uh, the team in looking for a center to replace him. And he really zeroed in on, on Camp Jurgens. Yep. Um, so, um, yeah, so that's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. The air apparent, as we say.
1: Yeah. All right. Anything else in regards to, uh, Eagles jets that you want to
0: shine some light on? Uh, no, I don't think so. Not really. Not really.
1: Uh, and you? Eh, Dave Spadaro, his usual self from the sideline. Dave just,
0: Spadaro in mid-season form.
1: Yeah, clearly, you know, is being paid by the Philadelphia Eagles. And every time they refer to Kelsey and his elbow surgery, he has to say the word routine, which I find just comical.
0: <laughs> right.
1: So right. talk about someone who's, who's clearly, you know, uh, you know, was handed a memo a couple of weeks ago, just prior to the surgery. We always refer to the surgery as quote routine. So
0: yes. Well, I found that very funny. I, yeah. Let's not make that routine. Like let's have, you know, surgery in the off season, not the first yeah. week of training camp. Right. Yep. Yep. Um, so those are my two cents there. Um Anything else you would like to talk? No, about? no that's, that's,
1: all, that's all I got. I I got a, One uh one kind of general segment idea, and then you know we can talk. Well, we can talk to Cleveland Browns, but you know I don't know what's there to talk about them. But I mean I. I, But do you have anything you want to kind
0: of kick off into or any uh? Uh yeah, we can talk about. uh, Do you want to talk about your thing or my thing first?
1: Let's go your thing first, because then yeah we'll do mine and then talk for about two minutes about the Cleveland Browns, because that's about what they're worth.
0: Yes. Hey, don't say don't say that around it, our father.
1: Yeah, no, I know. Yeah.
0: Um, so I had some free time uh, this week and or last weekend, and so I decided that I would go back and you know I watched that All or Nothing show with the Eagles like I watched it when it first came out and just like binged it.
1: Yeah, I thought yep, I'd like go same. back and
0: rewatch it right to see what i was I was so excited to see at the seed that I picked up now this is the two thousand nineteen team so you know really we've changed coaches right, but it struck me about how much turnover there is on the team because we're playing the twenty two season, so that was nineteen that was the nineteenth season the twenty season the twenty one season and then you know this season but you're looking at you're looking at it's almost a complete turnover as far as the wide receivers. Nelson Aguilar, gone. Carson Wentz, obviously, gone. Alshon Jeffrey, gone. John Hurts, gone. Um, JJ Arsenal Whiteside, gone. Yep. <laughs> I was just amazed that like I'd forgotten about all of these guys. And then on the defensive side of the ball, um, Malcolm Jenkins, gone, Rodney McLeod, gone. Ronald Darby gone, Jalen Mills gone, Nathan Gary gone, Nigel Bradham gone, Camille Gruge Hill gone, gone. yep. I mean Vinnie Curry gone. Um, it was just amazing to be. Yeah, me. it is. I, yeah,
1: I'm looking at the depth chart now, and it's it's shocking, like the number of players that stayed versus
0: that have left. Right, right. Jay Ajayi, gone. Jernard Avery gone.
1: Sidney Jones gone, Russell Douglas but, gone. Sendejo, the worst like free agent pickup ever, gone. Corey Clement gone. Jalen Mills gone. Unfortunately
0: Andre Dillard still here. Still here, yeah.
1: <laughs> Although Corey Clement rumor has it could be coming back.
0: Yes. Um
1: Kerbig gone. Pryor gone.
0: Mac Holland Collins gone. gone. Jordan Howard gone.
1: Sproles gone. Deshaun Deshaun Jackson gone. gone. Yeah, Nate Sudfeld, I mean, gone.
0: I was also watching it. uh, That uh, that Mcnown gone. Josh Mcnown gone. Yep, yep. (laughs) There was a one funny part when he was uh... Mcnown was running off the field. This is on All or Nothing, and uh, he passes Sudfeld, who had, you know, he dressed for the game. (laughs) He goes. McNown says to uh, Sunfield, "Hey, good game, way to play." <laughs> <laughs> Poor oh, God. also uh, Jason Peters gone. Oh yeah,
1: yeah yeah.
0: Right. I mean, I, I was just a S- Orlando Scandrick gone. If you remember that hole. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, wow.
1: Yeah, Yo, yeah, yeah. Because he went on he went on uh, ESPN and basically bad mouth the whole team. Like a week later.
0: Right. Darren Sproles gone. Yep. Uh, Hialeah. By by. gone gone <laughs> yeah it's but amazing I was just astounded how many uh players I had I just didn't realize I guess how much it really does turn over um and you know like I said new coach so you know obviously uh, that's gonna uh warrant some changes but I mean like literally all of the receivers 100% turnover
1: yeah I mean, yeah, when, when you're what, you're starting one, two, what, a couple of years ago for a while was what, Fulgham and uh, uh, Jalen Reger? Right. Like, okay, yeah, we need to start spending draft picks and signing dudes.
0: Right, right, so. exactly, exactly. Yeah, so, I mean,
1: that's where, like, you know, as much as we, we shit on Howie, you know, credit to him to, you know, turning over a team very quickly. So that's no easy task.
0: I'm counting up all the... Uh, 13 of the starters, of the 22 starters, gone. That's 50, yeah. that's more than 50%. Yep. Um, so, yeah, that was my um, one um, thing I wanted to talk about there. So Yeah,
1: no, that's a good one.
0: That's a good one. What about you, John? What's your uh, segment idea?
1: Uh, Lay it on me, brother. So there is a, there is a, on Bleeding Green Nation, they had 10 bold, overly optimistic Eagles predictions for 2022. So I thought,
0: those guys are great at creating, you know, Oh yeah. They just out of the
1: past big time. It's amazing. (laughs) Absolutely amazing. Um, so I figured we'd go through each of these 10 and do a buy and sell. Are you buying or are you selling?
0: Right. So right. here
1: we go. You ready? Yep. I want to know if, Rick, are you buying or are you selling? Um. Eagles passing offense finishes top five in efficiency. Buying uh, or selling? I'm selling. You're selling. Okay. I'm selling. Why are you and why is it you're selling?
0: Well, top five in efficiency, like great receivers, but my question, my question really there is um, hurts, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I want to believe that he, like, don't get me wrong, I would like it to be uh, for him to be, you know, the quarterback of a top five efficient uh, passing offense, but at the same time, like, I kind of have to be a little. Weary when the, yeah, the main cog in that machine is. Right. I, I guess I just can't, yeah, in good confidence, um, Yeah, you know, I couldn't say that. What about yourself, John?
1: Uh, I'm with you. I, I think I'm selling that notion, um, especially uh, if, you know, I, top five, as long as it's a balanced offense, I don't need top five. I don't think they should aim for top five. I don't think they will be top five. Just give me, you know, better than, you know, the, the top 10, top 15, and I think we'll probably be okay. Right. Right. Because yeah, I, I, I don't want to uh, overly balance in one direction or another. If it's top five in efficiency, my concern is then we become, you know, a bit one-dimensional.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, all right. Next one. Yeah. Um, an overly optimistic Eagles prediction as uh, predicted by Bleeding Green Nation. The next one is Jordan Davis wins defensive rookie of the year. Uh,
0: I like that. Yeah. I like that. Like, I, I, you know, I could see that happening. Uh, I would like that to happen. Um, and, yeah, I'm buying that.
1: Yeah, I'm buying too. I think the, the key to this too, to some degree, is defensive rookie of the year. Now, if it was just rookie of the year, I'd, I'd I would say sell, just because you know, the, the press media whatever likes their offense and they usually, you know, go offensive guy. They like they like seeing yards, yards and pass right. yards. Right. But defensive rookie of the year, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely buying. All right. Uh, anything else on that one? No. I think it's pretty straightforward. Okay. Next one. A.J. Brown leads receivers with 12 TDs.
0: Uh, I could see. Uh 12 TDs or more, right? Uh, yeah. I could definitely see that um leading. Uh, I you know, I don't know if the number twelve exactly, but I could see that or more. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah. yeah, so I I'm going I'm buy I'll I'll buy that. I'll buy uh with twelve TDs or more. Um you know, you're basically looking at he'll have a couple of multi T D games and then a couple of games where he has nothing. Um but yeah, I'll buy twelve TDs from from AJ Brown. Right. Right. I mean he's such a big dude too. I wouldn't be surprised if he has a rushing T D in there somewhere in some kind of
0: you know gadget play. Yeah. Or a throwing T D.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alright, moving on to the next one. Devontae Smith and Brown go both go over a thousand yards.
0: That's uh that's a pretty big number for both of them. Yeah. Um So that's, yeah, Um, it's, like, I want to believe, you know, once again, I want to believe that's going to happen. I just don't see how um, they both get, like, that many. And also, you know, we haven't seen them line up together, right? So that's kind of hard to buy. Um, I I wouldn't say sell on that. I would maybe, you know, lay away. Hold, yeah. Lay away? Yeah. Gonna kind of do that, yep. Do you have a layaway plan, John?
1: Yeah, we do. We we are kind of like Marshalls over here in uh, the city <laughs> of Napa. We have, do have layaway.
0: Okay, awesome. Put that on layaway. Yep.
1: And you? Uh, I would actually sell on this one because, um, I don't want both. Uh, personally, I don't. I wouldn't want both of them to have over a thousand yards. I would like to see, you know, a lot of different receivers with you know eight hundred, eight hundred and fifty yards. You know, show me. Quez, you know, with eight fifty, show me Goddard with about, you know, six fifty, you know, seven eighty. You know, show me show me we're spreading the ball around. That's what I'd love to see. They don't it doesn't need to be all given to the uh, you know, Devontae and AJ. Unless they're just like just outscoring everyone forty five to seven, then okay, then you're on to something, but I don't yeah, think that's gonna happen.
0: Yeah, I also think it's like what we were saying earlier, right? I could see where those those two, you know like, at least one of them gets double-teamed or something, or they roll the defense to yep. wherever A.J. Brown is, right? And then someone else, like Dallas Goddard, has a huge year, or Quez really develops, or the running backs have a big year, you know? Yep. So. Uh,
1: next one, Miles Sanders, over 1,000 total yards. You know, I... You're, uh, you're I, exactly I, where I am, judging from that long pause.
0: Yeah, I'm selling on that one. I mean, he he played the other day, um, and then this week he's been out with an injury. Like, yep. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I really question, like, his uh, motivation and drive. And plus, like, last year he was out for a long time with an injury. Like, I don't know if he's just not tough enough or he's not, like, 100% dialed in, or, you know, I I don't know what the...
1: Yeah, and it's all soft tissue stuff, right? It's like right. deep bruise, you know, hamstring, right. uh, you know, it's not like he's tearing ACLs or he's breaking hands. Right.
0: Yeah. yeah, they said that uh, on WIP today, uh, they said that he was out with a hamstring and yeah. I thought John Ritchie was going to come through the radio. Yeah, he's a- yeah.
1: I'm right there with you, John Ritchie, if you're listening out there, which you probably are. Exactly. Um, okay, moving on to the next one. Jalen Hurts joins the – this is kind of a reach, but the 3,750-plus passing club, uh, which basically just means uh, – and 500-plus yards. So passes for 3,750 and rushes for 500 yards, for more than 500 yards.
0: I – I could see the rushing because in 17 games, assuming he stays healthy, right? I mean, that's basically 30 a game. I definitely could see that, right? Um, The 37.50 in passing, you're talking basically what, 220 a game? Yeah. I could see that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of a buy on this. I could definitely see... uh... You know, considering what he passed for last year and, you know, they laid an egg in a couple of games and they, you know, keep in mind too, is they ran the ball like crazy the second half of the season. I I think he'd definitely get over, um, I think he'd get the 37.50.
0: Right, right. I'm with you.
1: And 500 yards. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think he'll get the 500 yards before he gets the 37.50. Yep, I totally agree. Uh, moving on,
1: next one. At least one linebacker makes the Pro Bowl.
0: Yeah, I'm selling on that. Yeah,
1: I'm right there with you.
0: Um, there's a lot of good linebackers in the league, and yeah. we've never really invested in that spot. Now, we drafted Kobe Dean, but, you know, that was cause he, you know, basically because he fell, and he's yep. a rookie. But, um, yeah.
1: Yep, I'm right there with you, especially when you have a – you're probably going to get a lot more attention between uh, Jordan Davis and the D-line. You know, I think those guys will be doing a lot of the heavy lifting for the most part. So.
0: Right. Right. I'm right there with you. Uh,
1: moving on to the next one. we got three more. So this is right. one seven. Hassan Reddick notches 12-plus sacks. Buying or selling?
0: Uh, yeah, well, first of all, let me take a step back. It was a little weird seeing Hassan Redick out there wearing the number seven. I was like, like "What is yes. Jaws doing playing Yeah, defense? what's Jaws doing? He <laughs>
1: wishes he was out there playing exactly. outside the linebacker.
0: I was like, "Did we bring Jaworski in to play defensive end?" Yeah, that'd be awesome. That was weird, that, not just to see the number seven, but see the number seven on defense.
1: Yeah,
0: right? yeah. Um, so that's that's definitely a little weird. Um, yeah, no, I, I'm I'm buying on that. I mean, I think our line is going to be. Um, really good. And he's, you know, the, uh, he's really kind of that edge guy. Right. Yep. So, um, I definitely, uh, definitely could see that. And, uh, you know, our lot, you know, I think with, um, Jordan Davis and, uh, Fletcher in the middle, I could see, you know, where somebody on the edge could uh, be accumulating,
1: right. Get a lot of activity. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, especially when you see those clips from this past week when they had <clears throat> double and triple team on Jordan Davis. I mean, that just, Hassan Reddick's just going to go nuts.
0: Well, and also, I think that that push for the middle, right, it's going to make the quarterbacks have to uh, move, yep. right? And they, they yep. could literally like run right into Hassan Reddick.
1: Yep. Yeah. So here's the interesting part. So if he gets 12 plus sacks, which I think we're saying he will. Typically, with someone that many sacks makes the Pro Bowl, but I bet you he doesn't go to the Pro Bowl because he skips out because he's quote unquote either hopefully playing in the Super Bowl, <laughs> which you know obviously that's 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 you know talk some sense here, but more importantly, is he's done for the season and he's resting. He doesn't want to play in the Pro Bowl, and they right. get an alternate.
0: So. Yeah. Well, yeah, the Pro Bowl—that's a whole other subject. But yeah. I mean, I think people like getting that honor, but yeah, they don't want to. Yeah, that's like the the least. I mean, yeah, the, pro, the yeah the Pro Bowl is just the uh, Pro Bowl is like I don't know. It's like the biggest joke of a football game, and like yeah. hardly anybody watches it. No, I haven't watched a Pro Bowl in like ten, fifteen years. Right. Right. Uh moving
1: on to the next one. Buy or sell. Uh defense finishes with top five in takeaways. Uh now keep in mind this is just takeaways. This isn't the uh the old plus minus takeaway giveaways. We're right. just talking about top five and takeaways.
0: Right. Um what would uh what would they, be top five? What's a what's a number for that?
1: Uh we get our uh, track research
0: team on it, <laughs> also known as me, yeah, I'm looking it up also um yeah, I just don't know uh yeah, what would be required um you're talking to... like in the thirties, yes, yeah. last year uh cowboys had thirty four colts thirty three bills thirty patriots thirty chiefs twenty nine and where were the eagles? Uh, are they even on here? <laughs> yeah, right. I don't even see them. Oh, I think they only have, like, the top, they only have until Washington. And then the Eagles are below that. Hmm. So the Eagles had, uh... Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, the Eagles had 16 last year. Yeah, 16. So they were bottom, bottom. They were almost 10. bottom five. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I'd have to say a sell on that one. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because the uh, that team from uh, the state of Texas—that's
0: not Houston—was uh, in the tops. Probably the mostly
1: An- because of uh,
0: digs. The the team in San Antonio you're talking about? Oh
1: uh, yes, yeah, exactly. The San Antonio Rough Riders or something. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, all right, last one. Eagles advance to NFC Championship game. Buying or selling?
0: Yeah, no, I I think on this one I'm uh you know I'm buying. You know, no. I said a couple weeks ago that the they're going to the Super Bowl. So you, you, last time I checked, you have to go to the NFC Championship game in order to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah unless you know some kind of trick that I don't, but yes, I think you're right. <laughs> Uh, there's a lot of people saying that they're, uh, I think Rich Eisen this past week was tooting the horn of possibly seeing the Eagles get to the, you know, again, advance to the NFC championship game, which means they don't necessarily win it just for clarity's sake. Um, but yeah, I mean, that means they have to, you know, they would probably, you know, have to beat the Rams or the Bucks to meet the Rams there or, you know, beat the Bucks to beat the, or, uh, beat the Rams and meet the Bucks there, depending on
0: how things fall. Um, Right. It's, I mean, it's a long season, right? And, you know, you know there's always going to be one team whose quarterback goes down and they don't have a good backup and, you know, the the season's flushed down the toilet. It's, like, so far out. But, yeah, I mean, in a perfect world, you know, I think that definitely the Eagles are, uh, I, I think the Eagles are a playoff team and they have... The second easiest schedule, right? Yeah. Which means they an
1: oh, advantage in the playoffs. Yeah.
0: They should have at least one home game, and consequently, in order to get the NFC Championship, if you have a uh, a buy, uh, or if you get a home uh, playoff game, then you only ha- you only have to win two playoffs uh, two uh, two playoffs games to get <laughs> to the NFC Championship. Yeah. Right? So, and one of those would be home. Yeah, so. I,
1: I think uh, you know to kind of support one of the um, my hopes. Again, this is a hope, not a prediction. There's there's a difference there, uh, nuance. I know the internet's not big on nuance, but there is a difference between hope and prediction. Um, if my hope comes true, um, and the Eagles do uh, run roughshod over the NFC East, East which you know. I think it's quite possible. I don't think that's far fetched of, of uh, for the season. You know, obviously that uh, would mean that, like you said, they have home field advantage. Um, yeah. You know, they're playing. You know, it'd be great if they get a first week bye. Is that going to happen? Probably not. Um, but um, yeah, I, I think um, I think that could happen. I think there's. I, I'm a hold on that. I'm gonna put that one on layaway. I'm gonna see later.
0: You on layaway there? Yeah,
1: we'll check back. Uh, you know, in about six weeks, right? See, if, uh, see how we're doing on
0: these. Well, when you look at the NFC this year, I mean, the Bears, the Lions, um, you know, the command, uh, the, uh, the, the commandos, the commies, yeah, the, the commies. Giants the Falcons are going to be rebuilding. The Panthers are going to be rebuilding. The saints are going to be, you know, rebuilding. Um, and then you have the West and, you know, Russell Wilson's out of Seattle. So, you know, who knows, you know, they're not going to be nearly as good. I think that's a huge loss for them. Um, so, you know, definitely, you know, I think the playoff teams, as I look at it right now, are kind of like Green Bay, Minnesota, Tampa Bay, um, Los Angeles Rams, Niners, and the Eagles. Those are like kind of the ones that I see as the top tier NFC teams. Yeah. So, um, so yeah.
1: Um, All right. Um, let's uh let's move on to uh, this week's game against uh uh, your dad's favorite team, uh, the Cleveland Browns who uh, sadly have been the, uh, the discussion of a lot of talking heads for some unfortunate reasons. Um, John, have I
0: ever told you about Paul Brown?
1: Oh, God. Yes. Dad, did you, did you get on the line here? What's going on?
0: John, looky here.
1: Looky here. <laughs> Talk to you later.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, the, Yeah, I think they're trying to find an identity. I did see that. Uh, Deshaun Watson will, has had his, uh, suspension increased to 11 games. So, no. um, you know, but yeah, I mean, when I think of the Browns, I really don't, you know, uh, think of much now they're already out there. Um, cause they're practice, you know, they're practicing with them. Yep. Are we talking about practice practice?
1: Practice? So let's let's, uh, let's boil this down to something really plain and simple. What do you want to see from the Eagles come this weekend when the Eagles play the Browns? What are what are two or three things you just got to see or you want to see?
0: Yeah, you know, I think, you know, I'm not, you're probably not going to see the ones hardly at all, right? Because they're probably going to just play the ones in like the controlled practices that they have, right? Um, yeah. With the Browns, like today, tomorrow... Um, I don't even know if they did that on Saturday or not. But anyhow, um, yeah, so, I, you know, I, ju- I want to see, you know, I guess kind of, you know, that first preseason game, I really didn't watch, like, the second half and stuff. Um, but I'd like to see, you know, some more of the new players, like Jordan Davis, like Napoli yep. Dean. Um, like, you know, I'd like to see Jalen Rader just really screw up and, you know, punch yes. his ticket out of here. Yep. Um, so, Get you know, traded. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to see Boston Scott, you know, see him. I like him when he plays. So I'd like to see a little bit of him. And, you know, also see, you know, the running backs, uh, because uh, the last game, there's just kind of like Jason Huntley's basically the only back I saw. So um, <laughs> what about you, John? What would you like to see? Um, You know, I'd like to see um... – I'd really like to see uh,
1: the defense just blow some people up. Um, Like you said, basically Jordan Davis, Nicoby Dean, keep kind of doing what they're doing as youngsters, get those reps in there. Right. Um, You know, I'm not looking for yeah. You know, Jalen Hurts just needs to keep practicing. AJ, I don't need to see anything from AJ Brown. Uh, you know, we've seen all like the known commodities, right? So there's no need for that at this point. To me, it's get cam Jurgen some more reps just in case this elbow surgery for kelsey is not as uh well, sorry what's the word that they kept using
0: routine routine
1: um you know basically develop their bench you know develop the you know develop their guys that they're gonna their d-line rotating in and out just get them just show me plays where we're dropping for losses and getting sacks and breaking up passes and that, right. That's kind of what I want to see. I don't need to see flashy offense, you know. Uh, I just want to just see, show me Gardner Minshew just, you know, running an offense with good competency. That's it.
0: Yes, I would also like to see uh, Carson Straw. right? Yeah, I would
1: be curious to see, like, what if they pull him out and, you know, what he looks like.
0: Right. right. I would be very curious
1: to see, like, how much of a shit show that could turn into So, but um, yeah, that's kind of all I got on the Browns. I mean, it's just you know, it's it's preseason game two. It's even more meaningless than preseason game one.
0: Well, and it, only to be topped by even more meaningless uh, preseason game three. Yeah, right? it gets yeah, it's it's sad how
1: meaningless and meaningless
0: it gets goes from one
1: because to this, three
0: this year. It's only there's only three preseason games. Yep.
1: Not four. Yeah, yeah, So The we're NFL is kind of smart doing that. I think
0: right. So we're really not that far from, you know, opening day. Yeah. No, it's right around the corner. Market calendars. And speaking of that, this is what they call on the profession, John, a segue. Uh-huh.
1: Uh,
0: I watched a little of the uh, uh, Hard Docs.
1: Oh, and? And. What's your, your one-word review?
0: Uh, Yeah, I mean, I'm not too, you know. In love with it, but I did find it's very interesting. A lot of old Eagles on uh, the coaching staff, right? Oh, Faley, the- oh, yeah, right. Uh, Hank Fraley is the offensive line coach, the old center for the Eagles. Yep. Um, Dave Phipp is oh the, wow, Dave Fipp, um, the old
1: quarterback coach,
0: right? Uh, the special teams coordinator.
1: Oh, that's right. Okay.
0: Um so yeah you know three... I'm thinking D
1: I'm thinking D Filippo.
0: Right. Chef right.
1: D Filippo same thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then and another reason why to not like the Lions even more is the head coach played for that team from Texas.
1: No. Where's uh hold on. Uh jeez. I'm really behind the times.
0: <laughs> oh shit. Oh! <laughs>
1: Go yes, um, and you know now, really, that clip is probably a little too long, so we got I got to find a yeah, yeah, shorter bit.
0: Over. Yeah, come on, yeah, let's uh, let's get on that. And um, you know, I, the more I watched it, I was like, you know, at first I think uh, last week or the week before, I was like, oh, geez, the Brown or the uh, the Lions. Oh no, I'm, but you know what? They're still a team in transition. Like yeah. the guy gives really good motivational talks, and you know, it's like the big. Wah wah, guy, doing up downs with the team and stuff like that. But, you know, there's yep. still a young team. They've got Aiden Hutchinson, you know, yep. as their first round draft pick, and yep. just a lot of young guys. So,
1: no, I, I, I'm going to play some catch up on that. I, Hard Knocks is always an interesting watch. It it goes back and forth for me. Sometimes it's cool. Sometimes it's like, eh, okay.
0: Yeah. So. Deuce Staley has. Is you know one of the lead characters in it? Yeah,
1: he's probably working that camera for a head coaching job down the right.
0: road, right? Which is actually kind of funny because you know in the uh, the all or nothing that I was watching, like he's barely even in that. So yeah. I think he was like, I, maybe I need to be a little bit more prominent in order to get yeah. a head coaching job, right?
1: No, I, th- I think you're right. I think that's yeah, I, yeah. I but you, that's exactly kind of what's what he's thinking. So yeah. Alright. Anything else we need to discuss as we head into uh week two of the NFL preseason? Uh
0: no, not really. Uh the, the, the one strange thing is it is a Sunday game, which is kind of strange. Yeah, which is
1: yeah, which is unique for uh for um preseason games,
0: yeah. Right. So uh they will play that and then they uh the last preseason game is what? Miami? Uh I think you're
1: right. You think I'd have this memorized by now, but I think, yeah, I think you're right.
0: And I I know it's, or whoever it is, it's at, uh, it's away for the Eagles. So playing in Miami in uh, the mid to late August. Yeah, because I don't think they're back
1: at Lincoln Financial for a couple of weeks because I think their first couple of games... Yeah, they're not back uh until September yeah for, for till a month from now. Yeah, because they're at Cleveland, at Miami, at Detroit, and then they're uh versus Minnesota September nineteenth. So,
0: right. 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 Which is a Monday night football game. Right? Maybe yeah, Monday night. Uh
1: yes it is. Yep. Yes it is. <laughs> I will not say
0: that. For you're, not, uh, uh, <coughs> nope. you're dating yourself there, John. Yeah, very much so. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, that's it for this week. Uh, we will be back next week. Um, same, well, at some point next week. So keep an eye out. And till then, uh, Rick, fly, go fly.
0: Go birds.